You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I've, I've watched a lot of your videos, so it's kind of nerve-wracking to be kind of like <laughs> in the video. <laughs> you're, you're right in the middle of it now. What, yeah. uh, what's going on? What can I help you with? Um, so my question um, has to do with an institutional action. Um, so a little over a year and a half ago, I was involved in a, um, in, I was told an institutional action for cheating in a physics two class. I was, me and a group of students were basically cheating on online assignments. And when things came to light, I at first wasn't very honest about it. And then I was, and then I told them everything I knew. And then and the consequence was that I received an academic suspension and I was dismissed from that science program. Um, but I've since I've transferred to a new institution and that was my senior year. Um, and I've tried to pick up the pieces as best I can. I retook physics too, and I made sure to do things the right way, got an A that way. And I just took my MCAT, but as I'm trying to um, prepare to submit my application for the next cycle that opens in 2021, I guess my biggest hang up is that I always feel like I feel like I've changed a lot, but I don't know how to really put that like onto paper and put that in my application. I guess that's, yeah. I guess I was looking for like feedback on that. Yeah. So really the, the biggest point when you, because on the AMCAS application, and I think on, on the other ones as well, is that you have to talk about, do you have any sort of um, uh, academic institutional actions as they call us on the application. And so you're going to have to, put everything that happened unfortunately you don't get a lot of space you get the the kind of typical 1325 characters on the amcas application and the biggest thing that schools need to see is growth what did you learn from it Uh, what happened right owning it what did you learn from it and moving forward how it's not going to be an issue uh, moving forward and, and in medical school so when you think about it in those terms let's go and break that down for you what did you learn from it? I think initially, a lot of the things that I learned about it was that what I defined as failure was probably not realistic. Mm-hmm. I think I had to really spend a lot of time breaking down the exact reason that I would have decided to cheat and why I would do that multiple times in the semester on something so simple as an online assignment. And there was a lot of anger at myself for that. And I think what I learned the most was that my idea of failure up until that point of my academic career was that a failure was a B or a C and just feeling like I needed to be perfect at everything. And so I'd never been strong with physics, even when I took it in high school. And so when I got to that, that point, I just, re- I just felt like this was the first time that I've been like challenged to this extent. And yeah. so I moved into pressures and really made the wrong decisions. Yeah. That makes sense, right? And it's very common, especially with the workload as you're going on and on and on. And in a specific subject where you are a weaker student, where physics wasn't your strong suit, and when you complicate that with this mindset of a B is a failure, therefore I'm going to do everything in my power to get an A, including cheating, that's where you kind of fell into into the that wrong into that mishap so yeah. to speak yeah. um yeah so i i think if you can clarify that to to say 
to, to really go through that and say, my, my mindset was wrong and I was focused on only getting A's because if I didn't get an A, then I couldn't get into medical school when obviously in reality what happened was much worse and how you've kind of recalibrated yourself. I, I think you'll be okay. Now, obviously there are going to be schools that are just going to outright reject you because they don't want to deal with any students who have any sort of institutional actions, especially cheating and getting kicked out. But it, it, you, you will find schools that will give you a chance. Uh, institutional actions, especially for, for teenagers, for college kids, it's very common. Right? It's, it's not as uncommon as you may think. It's just kids doing stupid things. And so I, I think as long as you focus on, here's what happened. I completely own it, right? This was my mistake. I'm an idiot. I, I did wrong. Here's what I learned from it. Here's how I've grown from it. That reflection is super, super important for, for someone like yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that like part of the reason that I struggled was because I had achieved so many things prior to that. Like I had a good GPA and I was planning to take the MCAT and I was already set up to do research. And so for me, picking up the pieces seems like I just kind of went back to exactly what I was doing because there wasn't any, any like room to kind of improve from where I was already. So I guess yeah. that's kind of what I struggle with. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you'll be okay. Again, as long as you own it, as long as everything else still looks solid, obviously, regardless of institutional action, uh, or not, you still need a strong application and potentially now maybe a little bit stronger. You just need to, I, I think that reflection in that institutional action is going to be huge for you. Yeah. Um, I guess another question that I have is that, you know, I because it's such a, a difficult situation to be in, I racked my, <laughs> racked my mind for all the different avenues that I could ask this question. And so I've been to different places like Student Doctor Network and read it and posted. And, and I think a lot of the time I get this uh, the similar reply that, only time will fix my application. And I guess I wanted to see what your perspective was on that. Because like on the past few weeks, I've been thinking about like maybe joining Peace Corps and doing the two-year stint and doing that. And whether you think that would be helpful or beneficial in my application at all? Well, I, I agree that time fixes a lot of things, right? If you look at a, a DUI, having a DUI a month before you apply is different than having a DUI in your freshman year of college with the thought process of if you had it your freshman year of college and you don't have any more since then, th the time has shown that you hopefully have grown or maybe you just have gotten better at getting away with it. Um, but the same, pro same thought, the, the same thought process works with this as well. So you're caught cheating. You said your senior year, that potentially is an issue because now it's not necessarily calendar time that where it says time time heals all wounds, right? It's do you have more academic proof that you're getting A's without cheating, right? The assumption potentially is going to be you got caught in physics, but you were cheating everywhere else. And so can, can we have more academic proof in, in terms of time, more grades, more courses that you have taken where hopefully, obviously, you, you don't get caught cheating again and you aren't cheating. Um, I, I think that potentially is where the time comes into play. So running off to something like the Peace Corps I don't think helps because that is, is not the academic stuff that got you in trouble in the first place. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, and when I've gotten those replies, that's kind of exactly the thing that I thought. I was thinking to myself, I mean, I feel like I've changed. I don't know that that as acting as an act of penance really does anything as far as like what I've tried to do so far is that when this happened in my junior year, when I transferred from my senior year, it's been, I'm finishing the last semester now. So I, I was hoping that maybe three semesters of showing that I can actually grow um, yeah. was going to be good. Yeah. And one of the things too that I struggled with was that, you know, when this happened, I was at a small institution. So naturally word gets out everywhere. And I kind of, all these different relationships I had built to, you know, hopefully ask for letters of recommendation, all just like fell to the ground because yeah. I lost connection with those people. And so I guess part of the struggle for me too has just been putting myself in new situations as since I was a freshman and trying to rebuild relationships to get to that point. And then hopefully telling them, being honest about what happened and hopefully that it shows some growth, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's, at, at the end of the day, that's the whole... The whole point of this exercise is showing growth, whether you have an institutional action or not. When you have one, then it's even more important to show growth around that infraction. And so working through that whole process and helping those potentially who shut you out initially, continuing to reach out and trying to rebuild those relationships to and really being open and honest with them and being transparent with them, to to show the growth in yourself to hopefully have them come around and write you that letter of recommendation if you still want it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. For a lot of times it just comes through my ma mind that I was like, what if I just reach out to this person, even though it's been over a year? Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? How will they see me? I guess that's also a, something that kind of flows through my mind sometimes yeah. when I reflect on everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I guess I had a third question. Sorry to yep. have all these questions on you. Um, some of the feedback that I've gotten from other places that is that maybe it'd be helpful for me to call schools, kind of talk about what happened with an admissions counselor, if that's possible at all, and see if that's something that would automatically reject me. I don't know. Is that something that's that you would recommend or have any information about? I, I'm always a fan of reaching out to schools and asking those types of questions. Uh, I don't think it hurts. I don't think many schools are going to give you an answer. I, I think the default answer around something like that is is we review all applicants holistically. Um, and that sort of default question of will I be filtered, will I not, um, especially when it's not around GPA and MCAT, which a lot of schools are transparent. I, I wish all schools were transparent around what those cutoffs were. But for something like an institutional action, you'll you'll probably get a very generic, we review everyone holistically type response. Okay. But again, I, I don't think it hurts to do it. So try it with a few schools and see what the response is. If you want to keep going, go ahead and do it. I'm, I'm not against that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess there, there's just so many different considerations that are just new to this whole situation. And I always have to keep asking asking that question of myself, what do I do next? And how yep. do I know that I've grown and that type of thing? So, yeah, as, as, uh, Anna sings in frozen two, you just, when, when there's no clear path, you just got to do the next right thing. So, uh, yeah. just, just keep pushing <laughs> forward and, and keep doing the next right thing. And hopefully you'll, you'll get into medical school one day. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> that was a lot of feedback, but I guess I, I really needed to hear from somebody with 
as I've seen in past uh, videos, people call it sage advice, and I would say the same. <laughs> sage advice, sure, if that's what you want to call it. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, being on the show with me today, and good luck in the future. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. If you want a podcast dedicated to everything pre-med, go check out the pre-med years at medicalschoolhq.net.